Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I want to welcome Jeff Bishop, who is our presenter today. Uh, Jeff's a member of the ACB Board of Directors, along with a lot of other hats. And... Um, you know, he doesn't need to be talk about how great he is because he can talk about how great he is too. So, Jeff, time floor is all yours. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, somebody told me we have um, what two and a half hours for this presentation, and I don't know that I have two and a half hours of content, but we will see. Um. So uh, today we're here to talk about Clubhouse. 2.0. And before we do that, because I know that there are some people, aka Doug, and some others who were not here for the first one. So we're going to talk at a very, very high level. Not We're not going to go into dramatic detail uh, on, on some of this. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about what Clubhouse is, um, a little bit on its organization, just so that when you get it, you'll know what you're expecting. And um, we're going to talk a little bit, this was not on the agenda, but I think it's important to call out. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the updates that have been made to Clubhouse since the last time we spoke, because there are a number of major things that have changed that I think would be beneficial to you um, to know. Is that all right, everyone? That's before we yes, get into the main fine. subject. Yes, okay, that's great. great. Let's okay. do it. All right. Then, then, um, to, uh, just so that everyone is aware of where we're going today, we're then going to talk about rooms and room, how to create a room, how to schedule one, how, um, how to manage a room, what room etiquette is, uh, in other words, how to, how, how to handle um, people within a room, how you should handle yourself in a room. Um, basically, it's, you know, treat others as you would like to be treated, basically. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and, and then we're going to talk about the creation and management of clubs. And we're gonna talk all about how to create a club, what does it take to create a club, how to best um, advertise your club, how to get members into your club, what are followers, how to get, uh, what's the difference between a member and a follower, uh, all, all of those types of, of things. So we have quite a bit to get through, um, but I don't know that it's gonna take two and a half hours, but we're gonna, we're gonna just do it and it may take that long. So we'll just see. Um, I tend to be uh, pretty interactive in these things. I don't want to just ramble on for two hours because, gosh, uh, you'll get sick of hearing from me. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to ignore the phone call that I'm getting. Is what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna sort of handle this in sections, and then we're going to pause for questions. And um, don't feel offended if I tell you that we'll cover your topic later um in the you know when we get to it as part of the agenda so um that might happen and so just just keep that in mind all right so let's get started what is clubhouse clubhouse is a social media uh, so, or a social platform similar to facebook and twitter and all of those things the big difference is it's entirely audio based um, it's, it's currently available on ios android mac and windows Anyway, you're saying, wait, no, it's not. It's not available on Mac and Windows. Well, yes, it is. Not officially, not officially supported on Mac and Windows. However, um, there is a there's a 
a, a group of people, and we're going to talk more about this tonight on the um, ACB Radio Community Channel. Um, we'll talk more about this tonight uh, during our Clubhouse event there. So if you want even more about Clubhouse, if you have not heard enough from me today, you can hear more from me. If you don't want to hear from me tonight, then don't listen. You might have enough, might have heard enough from me today. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear myself talk for another hour, but I, I'm going to do it anyway. So, um, right. So the, the, uh, the big difference for Mac and Windows is this new app called Club Deck. It's actually been around for a while. But the big, big, big difference here is that there has been just this week a major step forward, and I mean a major, major step forward in the accessibility of this application, including full accessibility to all the buttons and all it's, it has headings and really great structure. Um, uh, so it's, it's fantastic. Uh, you can learn more at clubdeck.app uh, if you want to download it. Officially, it is not an officially supported app from Clubhouse. So um, that you have to consider that that if Clubhouse decides that they're doing something wrong or that they don't like it or they just don't want it, um, they could turn it off. So you so you could potentially be dealing with a situation like that. But chances are um, they're being pretty uh, tight with the with the guidelines and the things that that Clubhouse supports. So I I suspect it's going to stick around. But I don't work for Clubhouse, so what do I know? Um, so again, it's a it's an audio based uh, social platform. Um, it it's got tens of millions of people uh, as a part of it around the world, from from Russia to Canada to New Zealand to Australia to the UK, United States, uh, Ireland. I mean, uh, Germany, France, Japan, uh, Greece. I've heard, I've heard people all over the world on um, Clubhouse. It's a, it's a great platform. It's a great platform to connect with people that you haven't heard from in 20 years. Um, it's amazing who you find that are up there. It's great for, for uh, going and listening to presentations that are presented by AT companies and others who are talking about specific things of interest, including audio description. Freedom Scientific has posted content there. Um, Blind Bargains does a lot of, of content and production up there. Jonathan Mosen um, and others do weekly shows up on, on Clubhouse. So it's uh, and multiples of those. So it's a great platform if you're if you're wanting a place to be able to reach out and, and extend. The ACB community is there. Um, Cindy Hollis does event, daily events there, both in and out of the ACB club. So you might want to take a look that, at that. Um, Crafters is heavily involved. ACB uh, Next Generation is on Clubhouse. Again, lots and lots of really great things here. What's new since the last time we spoke? Well, there's a few things. Um, for those of you who are um, on the iPhone, the, the Magic Tap gesture, two-finger double tap, now allows you to know who is speaking in the room at the time that the person is speaking. So if you are interested in reaching out or learning more about an individual or wanting to connect with them or know who to follow, then you can um, do a two-finger double tap and Clubhouse will tell you who is currently speaking. Just this week, they added a feature from the Explore button up on the upper left-hand corner of the, of the app. 
Um, I'm going there right now just to make sure that I give you the exact wording on this. But if you go into explore, there is a button right near the top that says recently listened to. So you're in a room and you're uh, totally enthralled in a conversation and you, uh, you are uh, really just trying to pay attention to what, uh, what the conversation is that's happening. And you hear something and you go, oh my gosh, I, I'm, you know, I know Janet said something, but I didn't get a chance to follow her. Um, as long as you stay in a room for more than two minutes, then if you tap this button, again, the title of the button is recently listened to, it will show you all of the people that you have listened to. I would like to see this uh, reorganized slightly so that you would know what events that uh, the people were coming from. Right now, it's just a list of everybody you ever heard uh, over a, a period of time, which could be ridiculous because if you went into a lot of rooms, it could be a lot of, a lot of people. So, and there's doesn't appear to be a way of really searching that list. So there's, again, this is a, a they keep telling everybody that this is a, a, an app that's in beta. And so there's some polish that they need to, that they need to do here, but it's a cool feature, um, especially if you're interested in, um, in, in learning more. Uh, there's some cool new features for the management of clubs and, and some of the reorganization around followers versus members and how, some of the layout of the settings um, page. And we'll get to that when we start talking about managing your club. Um, nothing really, really super new here, except to say that there is a, just been some cleanup here. Um, for, for, for those that do have a club, you can share uh, a link to the club and as I understand it, if people use that and they sign up for Clubhouse using that link, they are automatically added as a member of that club and automatically added as a member of Clubhouse, aka you do not need to go through the invite process. Um, I have not personally tried it, so it would be interesting if someone were to try it, find out how well it works or what that experience is like. One, you know, once you have an account, it's you, you, you pretty much can't go backward and, and go try these things unless you come up with a secondary way of, of creating a secondary account, which there's, there's ways to do that. We won't talk about that here. I don't really encourage it. And I don't think Clubhouse really encourages it either. But you, you, could, you could do it if you, if you wanted to, uh, to do so. There's, there's ways to do that aka multiple phone numbers and that's all i'm going to say about that um the uh there, there's some there's some new things here about monetization so uh clubhouse has been rolling out payments uh and just this week they have completed the rollout of payments for all clubhouse members so you can send and receive money um to people so send all money to john and larry gassman because you know, uh, Goofy isn't paying John enough, so he needs more money. Um, just kidding, John. Yeah, he's muted. Right. Good. That's that's <laughs> I know, probably the word he should be. Yes, should. that's a good. That that's what he should be. Thank you, okay. Natalie. Keep doing that. <laughs> all in fun. All in fun. Uh, I'm looking here to see if there's anything. 
else here? Oh, they changed the um, in in Clubhouse. Uh, you can change the the audio quality of your of your microphone, and they changed this from uh, the default being low. What used to be low, it is now normal, and you can move to high quality. If you are on stage and in a room, you can you can um, you can do that. You can you can now share your profile as a link, so you can. Uh, send a link out to your profile if you wish. You can add at mentions of, of individual users and those actually turn into links in your profile text so that if you say are friends with uh, Natalie and you for whatever reason want to call her out in your bio, in your profile, you know, uh, or, or maybe uh, Carla and Adam both have uh, Clubhouse accounts and they want to make sure that they tell people to follow you know adam can tell people to follow carla and if adam puts an at sign followed by her username then it will create a link and people can tap on that and go directly to carla's profile and follow her so just additional ways of of, of reaching out um i'm looking here in settings to see if there's anything others else here um I think that's it. But but one thing that I would encourage you to do is there is a, once you go into settings, there is a what's new link here or, or item here. And you can tap on that and you can go read all of the what's new for the past releases of Clubhouse. Um, there's probably a couple little tidbits here and there that I've missed. But honestly, they're probably not that um, high profile in reference to things that would impact us as, as much. There, there was a bug um, where the information, when you, when you touched a room, it wasn't giving all the information that was visually seen. That's been since corrected. As I said, these are things that, that are not necessarily too important. But if you want all the nitty-gritty detail, then go to the What's New and you can, you can learn more. Uh, when, an, when a Clubhouse update appears in the App Store and you, uh, and you install that and you open the app again, you'll be asked to whether or not you want to review the what the, what's new in that new release. And you should always do that because you just never, ever know what might be impacting us from a voiceover or accessibility perspective. So it's always best to um, keep that in mind. All right. So I think, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about just from a general overview of Clubhouse. So before we get into rooms and and all this other stuff. Let's open it up for some brief questions. Not gonna to spend too much time on this, but if there's anybody with any specific questions or any concerns, um, then it would be good to hear from you now. All right, everyone, um, just to let you all know, I did mute um, people just so we wouldn't get any feedback. And that's helping um, if, me a lot, by the way. If you would like Thank to you. ask a question, um, I'm going to ask that you please raise your hand just so um, it's more orderly and I will, um, you know, I will call on you and ask you to unmute and then I will lower your hand. Um, so I do see that we have two hands raised. So Matt, you can unmute, please. Jeff, you did say that in the profiles, you can mention clubs too, correct? To create a link to the club. Did you say that? Uh, the, 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 uh, if and I the recall bias. correctly, yeah, if I recall correctly, Matt, uh, and, and I could be wrong about this, but the, the release notes 
state specifically about mentioning of users. They do okay. not mention mention clubs. However, that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Um, I personally have not tried it. So, um, you know, I don't know. I, I Basically, I'm telling you, I don't know the answer to that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you bet. All right. Um, Chris, it's really meant for users. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Chris, you can go ahead and unmute, please. It's star nine. I mean, star six. Sorry. Uh, Jeff, now yes, you mentioned sir. earlier that you said there was a way of joining without having an invitation. Is that what you're just alluding to with the shared thing? Yes. So if you have a, if you have a club, so for example, if I go to uh, the ACB club here, and, uh -huh. and you can you can share a link to the club. And if you're not a member of ACB at that time, you can sign up and become a member. It's a way of allowing people to get direct access to uh, to a club. So, well, yeah, wouldn't it be that's a, a thing. I was just wondering if it wouldn't be easier for me to just find somebody that would invite me. Well, I mean, if you already have an invite, then I would utilize that. Um, I, that the, I don't have. You do not have one. Okay. No. Uh, sure. If someone has your your um, your your cell phone number or your email address, and they can send you a link to a specific club that they're a member of, then by all means, have at it. Um, okay. Part, part part of the reason, though, I will say, uh, of using the invite system is to build up the love, build up the web of trust or or the clubhouse of trust, um, which is really what Clubhouse is really um, substantiated on. Um, uh -huh. Uh, and so I would encourage you to go through that route, um, find someone that you, you know, that, that really likes you and that you really like them. And that would be interested in having you be a member of clubhouse. Chris, I'll have no problem inviting you, but I don't have your cell phone number. Um, I'll do it. I, I, pardon me. Okay. So, so Larry will, Larry will invite you. Larry seems to like you, Chris. So, okay. Uh, that kind of surprises will, will, me, but I appreciate it. Cause I like Larry. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So Larry will invite you, and okay. he'll send you he'll send you a text message with uh with uh with all the information that you'll need. You'll need to okay. download the Clubhouse app and walk through the creation of the profile. Uh -huh. um, and it's a pretty painless process. Um, I had to help uh, one nice lady yesterday to to get her set up, but that's not a big deal. Yeah, uh, yeah I've actually a, downloaded, and I've got my my name uh, reserved. That's fine. Then, then okay. yes, I know. Yes. So, so you so just I'm need to way there. Right. So okay. as long as Larry has your phone number, then Larry can take care of that today. All right. Or whenever Larry wants to take care of it. So okay. yeah, you're all Thank set, you. Chris. Thanks. Um, Jeff, can you take one more question? I, I can take as many as you want. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. all here for you. All right. David Smith, go ahead. Hey, David. Or six I have, yeah, he's on a computer, so I've asked him to unmute, and it is um, command, I mean, sorry, sh what is this, Alt-A to um, unmute on a computer. Okay. Hi, Jeff. Hi, David. Um, yeah, last time you spoke about notifications and how I could be kind of intrusive so i followed your <laughs> advice and uh um so i'm just getting the temporary banner and i can go to the notification center that's great 
but I found sometimes in Zoom meetings, I get these, you know, annoying uh, clubhouse notifications while in a Zoom meeting. Should I just maybe turn voiceover off or how should I deal with that? Yeah, um, you, you, you can also. Um, you, so what you did was you told told uh, Clubhouse to, to go quiet. Is that what you did? Because that should keep that should keep the banners off of your screen. Uh, I, but but you can go review them in the actual notification center. So is that yes. what you did, David? Yes. Yeah. So they should not be appearing on your on your on the top band, you know, part of your screen. Um, and if they are, then there's something else going on. Okay, I'll take another look at that. Um, you can also, um, David, go in and go into your settings and temporarily pause notifications in Clubhouse. And that's another option that you can do. So if you know that you're going to be in an in a hour Zoom meeting or two hour Zoom meeting and you know you don't want to be disturbed, you can do one of two things. You can set your phone to do not disturb. So you can do that from the, note, from the control center. Okay. Um, so that's one way. That would mean that you wouldn't get phone calls, you wouldn't get notifications, you wouldn't get all kinds of cool things that way. That's honestly probably the easiest thing to do. If you're just worried about Clubhouse notifications, however, you can go into um, uh, the Clubhouse app, tap on your profile, go to settings and notifications, and then there's a, there's a, well, let me look. I think it's, you may not even have to go to notifications. There's a pause notifications button, but I'm going to see. Just one second here. Yeah, you tap on settings and then you go to notifications and it says very frequent. Um, and if you tap on that, where is the pause button? I'm going there just a second because I think um, it's. Yeah, here it is. So there's a, just after notifications, there's a pause notifications and you can just tap on that. It's currently off for me. In fact, I want to turn that on. That's a great idea. So I'm going to tell it to pause notifications until morning because I'm going to be busy doing other things after this presentation, um, doing a bunch of audio editing before the cl uh, next clubhouse event. So I frankly don't want to be bothered until uh, after I get done with clubhouse stuff today. So I have now paused my notifications until tomorrow morning, which means I will not get any banners or anything of the sort. So that's the way to do that, David. Oh, that sounds great. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. Are there any more questions at this point? We do not have any more hands. All right. Great. So I'm going to go to the outline here and make sure that I am following the outline that you sent me, Natalie. All right, so we're on part three of six. So we are uh, not, I wouldn't say halfway through the meeting, but we are well on our way here. So now we're going to talk about rooms. What is a room? You can think of ro a room as uh, just like you would at a convention, right? So when we go to the national convention or a state convention or whatever, right? The, the events take place in different rooms or, or they section off a room into different sections and you go, you know, you... You uh, go grab your cookies and then you meander your way over to whatever room or event that you want to participate in. And you sit down in a comfy chair and get your 
braille display out so you can take notes and you you know go to town right well so that's what that's what a room basically is it's a room where uh people can open up any room they want um the people who open up the room are called moderators and um they control they control the experience um rooms are are controlled by the the moderator and people control their rooms um, in any number of ways some rooms are just free-for-alls and everyone can just come in and chat um uh, we'll talk about etiquette in rooms in just a minute because i i have some some pretty strong feelings on this topic um again these are my opinions and should not be considered the be all end all i'm just expressing my views on some of these things so just keep that in mind um so uh, so if you, if you want to go into a room and just hang out and not be on stage, the stage is where you're, you're able to speak, uh, along with all the other participants, that's fine. Um, uh, don't feel like just because someone invites you on stage that you have to go there. Um, it's, that's one of the things that we'll talk about, about etiquette. I wish people wouldn't do that unless, unless you've been asked about being brought up on stage and, uh, first. Um, it would be just like shoving a microphone in your hand while you're out at a convention and, and being asked to speak without even knowing what you're asked to speak about. Um, especially if you're going into a room where you've only been there for 10 seconds, you don't even know what the topics are yet really, or what the conversation flow is. So, uh, if you are brought up on stage, just for some preliminary information here, just so that for people who have not done this. Um, you will you will need to accept the invitation to come up on stage and once you do your mic which i actually think should be the, this should be the opposite in which it in which it is done now your mic is unmuted which means that people can hear you immediately when you are brought up on stage which means that if you're in a car or you've got someone talking to you or you have a tv on or a radio on or whatever whatever's happening in your universe and you didn't get a chance to turn it off, everyone's going to hear it. So I think it would have been better for Clubhouse to make it such that you are muted first, and then until you explicitly unmute yourself, that that's when you should be allowed to, to be heard. But that's just the way that I would have done it. But that's okay. It's whatever, whatever Clubhouse really wants. Uh, you, can, you can mute yourself at any time. You can also pull yourself off of the stage and go back to the audience. You can leave a room. There's a leave quietly button, and that it, it means exactly that. It means leave quietly. It's just like if you were involved in a, in a convention and there's lots of people around you and you need to go get a glass of water or you need to go use the restroom or whatever the case may be, you don't make an announcement to the entire convention floor going, I'll be right back. I have to go get my cookies, right? Uh, I want my chocolate chip cookies. Um, you don't do that, right? You just get up, you walk out, you go get what you're going to get. You come back if you want. If you don't, you don't have to. Same difference here. That's why that leave quietly button is for. Okay? So that's, that's basically a room, how to get into the room. You, you basically find it in the hallway, or you can search on the Explorer part of the app. You can, um, you can search for people. You can, you can um, look at your activity feed to see uh, what rooms are currently available or what activity is taking place. You can look at your buddy list and find out who, who's in specific rooms and join people in specific rooms. You can look at your calendar. There's all kinds of ways 
of, of finding rooms. We're not going to get um, too crazy involved in that today because that was kind of covered in the last time. But just suffice it to say, there's lots and lots of ways that uh, you can find rooms. The, 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 the key principle here is that you're going to see rooms based on who you follow and who follows you. So this is why it's important that when you are a member of Clubhouse that you start to follow people and that people follow you. That's again, this whole, whole uh, ability of, of knowing what activities are interesting for you. Um, that's based on the people who you follow and the people who follow you. So that's why um, this is all really important. It's all part of the social experience of, you know, just the internet in general, right? All right. So let's now talk a little bit about creating a room. So we're going to first talk about it just from the standpoint of just creating a room in general, meaning that you are at home. You, um, it's uh, seven o'clock at night. You just got done eating dinner. You got your feet up on your, in your recliner. You're chilling. You just got done reading your newspaper uh, from NFB Newsline or wherever, or Bookshare, wherever you, whatever you just got done reading. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to open a room and go chat with people. And uh, that's what I want to do. So um, some of this I'm not going to be able to walk through because I think it won't, it may not let me create a room because I'm involved in an audio <laughs> chat in Zoom. But we'll see here. I can if at least not, get Jeff, you... would you like me to? If uh, I, I think I, I think we can handle it here. But okay. if I run into if I run into a problem, I'll I'll let you know. Um. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to first start about creating a room. So you do this by going to the bottom. You go. You open up the app. You're in the hallway. So again, you are, they, they call it the hallway and you're in the hallway. You can see the list of rooms that are currently active and you can join any of these rooms or you can go to explore. Um, you can invite friends. You can go to the bulletin. We'll talk about what the bulletin is in a minute because that's important. You can go to your activity feed or you can, or you can look at your profile uh, and, and all of that. That's near the top. Now at the bottom, there is a buddy list button. That's the last button on the screen at the bottom. That's where you can find out of all the people that you follow, what kind of activity is going on with those individuals. It will tell you what room someone is in. If, and, if, and if that room is active, um, then you can join them. So if you've got a buddy and you find them in your buddy list and they're involved in a Star Wars room or whatever, then you can go, oh, that sounds really cool. And it will say, you know, join them in this room, you tap on that, it automatically takes you to that room and you're not now in the room. So you could do that. So, but the button that we're interested in is directly to the left of the buddy list. So if you go to the bottom and you do it a, a four finger tap on the bot at the bottom of your screen, you'll be taken to the buddy list button. If you flick to the left, there's a start a room button. So we're gonna tap on that. And if you all wanna follow along, I'll give you a minute to, to be able to, uh, to do that just to be able to make sure everyone is in sync. If not, you can go back and listen to this and, and do this. So the first thing that you wanna do when you create a room is you wanna add a topic. So there's a, a topic is uh, basically the name of the room or the, or the subject that you wanna talk about. So um, let's see, so uh, w, uh, iOS 15 
beta is coming soon. So Apple has announced a bunch of accessibility features just, just this week. They did that in global or the day before Global Accessibility Awareness Day. They announced all these really, really cool features that are coming to the iPhone um, and, and, um, and a bunch of other devices uh, that are going to be great for voiceover and great for people who need eye, eye tracking and all kinds of cool, groovy, groovy things. So let's just say that you're going to want to create a room and talk about Apple goodness. So let's just do that. So we're going to, so we're going to double tap on this add a topic uh, button, and then you're going to flick over. There's going to be a text field and you're going to type Apple. My fingers will cooperate. Goodness. Okay. So you're going to type Apple goodness and then you're going to tap on the set topic button. And then now you have the topic set and you can now see that because it will say edit topic now on the screen and you can go back and edit the topic if you wish. Uh, but uh, we're going to proceed here. So now you have to pick the type of room that it is. Okay. So um, you, can, you can create three different types. You can create an open room, which basically means it's open to everyone, meaning there is no requirement of, of, of any kind. It's a room that anybody, regardless if they follow you or not, it can, can uh, uh, participate in the, in the room itself. A social room means that only people who the moderators follow are eligible to participate in this room. Okay, so uh, that's something that you'll want to, to think about. At, um, you know that you will want to consider, and then then you can also create a closed room where you invite specific people into the room, and and the, and only the people that you invite to that room can come in and uh, participate in that. Now, so we have, again, open, social, and, and um, closed. And um, the other thing that you can do is you can tie a room to a, to a specific club, okay? So I'm going to keep the room. Um, let's see. So if I tap on this, I'm just checking something first. Right. So you, if, you, if you don't want it to be open or social or closed, then what you could do is you could, you could, um, you could create a room that is specific to a club. All right. So uh, what you will see on the screen is a list of clubs for which you are a member and that you can, are allowed to create a room in. So for example, um, the ACB club is listed here. So if I double tap on ACB, it tells me that it's selected. And now if I were to then go ahead and go to the, go to the bottom of the screen, there'll be a button down here that says, start a room about Apple goodness for the members of the ACB club. Okay, so, and I think, uh, let's see, if I double tap on it, 
Oh, yeah. All right. So it tells me because I'm on a Zoom call um, that uh, I have to disconnect my Zoom call. But I don't really have to do that because there's a continue button here. So we're going we're gonna to do that. If it disconnects my audio, someone yell at me if you can't hear me or someone text me. <laughs> I don't think it's going to do that, but we're going to find out. Let's see. I think it's, it's going to be fine. My, it tells me my audio will not work unless I disconnect my Zoom call. So I assume this is going to be fine. So continue. Okay. All right. All right. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, and I just saw the yes, and the I just bulletin. saw the notification. Yes, <laughs> okay, that's great. So, so now I am in a room. Uh, I'm going to get rid of the room in a minute. So please don't encourage gut coming in here and creating ha- and creating havoc because that's just not what we need right now. But I will. I will <laughs> see. This is the danger of doing this because now people are going to go. Oh my God, they want to talk about Apple Christmas. Yeah. I should have really named this something different, like. You know, everyone come over to Larry's house at noon or something. Um, so, okay. So now I'm in the, I'm in this room and it's, it's called um, Apple goodness. And I have a mute button at the bottom, right? Right. I have an invite uh, friend to room, which is, you know, basically ping, pinging someone to the room. I can view raised hands. That's a moderator feature. We'll talk again about managing rooms in just a minute. Um, you can, you, I can leave quietly. And since I'm the only one here, at least I think I am, God knows if I, God knows who else is coming here. Jack Crawford's in there. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he All is. Right, fine. <laughs> Hi, Jack. So I don't think you can hear me. So, um, <laughs> Oh my God, there's all these people coming in here. <laughs> okay, this is not exactly what I intended to do. That's all right. It would this be very interesting though if he can hear you. That would be really interesting to know. I don't think he can though. I don't, I don't, I don't. Someone should, someone who has another phone and can mute themselves should come in here and tell people what's going on. I'm going on. in, I'm going in there right now. All right, that would be groovy. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I think, I think, thank you, thank you. Because this is, I, I created a monster and I don't think I, I, well, I know I didn't intend to do this. So, um, there's <laughs> Dyson Ernst is in here. Uh, yeah, there's, there's tons of people in here. <laughs> okay. There's a room actions button here. And if I, if I double tap on that, I can, I can share the room, which, meaning I can, I can get a link to this and I can share it out via Twitter or Facebook or whatever right so i can do that i can let visitors in so i can for those that are not members of the acb club i could tell them that they can come in too i can report a recent speaker so if you get somebody who's being a, you know a bad boy or a girl you can report them and you can even lock people and block them from your room um i can change the audio quality here so right now i'm on normal i could go in and change it to high um, i can end the room and I can search the room. So searching basically means that if I have a really popular room and I, like you've got, oh, okay, I'm going to invite her as speaker. Okay, so Natalie, you can now speak to people. Thank you, Natalie. Um, in fact, I'm going to make Natalie a a... I think 
There we go. I'm going to make Natalie a moderator if I can. Um, it did not accept my request to speak, so I still can't. Really? Because all I have is cancel request to speak. There okay, we go. I just, I I, yep. Right. So now, and now I can now let you. Okay. What's interesting? What's. One second, Jeff. I'm muting so which, I can talk which is, to them. Which is interesting is that. Okay, I'm going to make you a moderator, Natalie. And that way you can deal with this room. And you have full God, goddess power to do whatever you feel you need to do to the room. Okay. So, so those are basically the, 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 the basic things here of, uh, of, of handling the, um, from a user perspective. All right. So let me go back to my. Jeff, do you my, want me to just end it? <laughs> no, I want to leave it here because okay. I want to be able to, I want to be able to, you should tell people that, that um, they're welcome to chat amongst themselves, but they can't, they won't be able to chat with me because I'm on a zoom call, Okay. but all right. by all means uh, they can, they can talk about Apple goodness all they want. It's all good okay. with me. All right. Um, <laughs> but I want to be in this, in this, because I want to be able to talk about some of the features that are here. And I think it's going to be for, you know, on managing rooms and I need to see a room to be able to manage it. Right. Okay. So I'm going to mute myself. Oh, uh, oh, it won't let me do that. They're not hearing me anyway. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the outline and make sure that I'm following the outline. All right. So how to manage and moderate a room. All right. So let's talk about this. Uh, and we're going to talk about terminating a room. And, and then we're going to talk about room etiquette. Okay. And then we'll open it up for questions. Um, hey, Natalie, you, uh, you might want to ask Tyson if he would be willing to, to join this event. That They're might be useful. Now. Lots of them are leaving now. Oh, they are, are they? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. To, so, uh, to join this event? Yeah. Okay. Ask him if he'd be willing to join us. Okay. Um, that would be um, awesome. Tyson, okay. if you are still here. Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. I forgot to mute. One second. Sorry. I think I ended up. I think my room got killed. All right. So I'm going to create for the purpose of this event. I'm going to just create because I don't need it to be a club The room's event. still here. I'm in it. Yeah, well, um, it's not in my, it's not in my app. So <laughs> it went away. <laughs> All okay, because right. it says you're the moderator still. <laughs> really? Ah, yeah, it's interesting. All right. Well, let me see if I can get back to it. Oh, I see it now. All right, cool. That means I don't have to do that. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about handling a room. So when you create a room, like we talked about, you're going to start getting members that are coming into your room. And the first thing that's going to happen is people are going to ask to speak. So you as the moderator um, are going to get a notification on your screen and you can either dismiss the notification or allow people to speak. And there'll be a button there. 
and you can do that. What I would highly recommend that you do is there's a button here that says views raised hands. And if you come in here, you can look and, and I would stay in here, especially at the beginning of the, the room. And, and you can come in here and monitor as people raise hands and accept them. Um, if you do not want to accept raised hands, so for example, if you are planning on opening up a room and you are wanting to do a presentation, then you may not want to actually have people raise hands. So in that case, what you do is you, in fact, I'm gonna do that here. I'm gonna tap on the edit button. And then you can, you can select what should happen about raising of hands. So you can turn off the raising of hands, meaning nobody can raise their hand here. Again, this is just a presentation. You can limit it to only the people who follow this, uh, the people that follow you. Meaning if you don't know the people, then you're not going to accept raised hands from people whom which you do not follow. Or by default, it's open to everyone, at least in this case it is, okay? So for purposes of what we're doing here, I'm going to select off, meaning that I'm not going to allow anyone to raise their hand. And uh, now it tells me that hand raises are turned off. So therefore, people cannot raise their hand. The option is not available to them. It's not something they can do, okay? So once you, once you um, have a couple of people in the room, um, first of all, if you're going to open up a room, I would highly recommend that you not, unless, unless it's just something very, very informal, I would highly recommend that if it's especially tied to an event or a club or some sort of thing that, the, that has been scheduled or that, that is of higher importance, that you want to make sure that you bring a buddy with you that will moderate or help, help moderate the room experience for you. Really, if you're running the meeting, you're running the meeting, you probably want it, you probably don't want to be managing the actual process of raising and lowering of hands and moving people off the stage or bringing people on the stage, right? You want to be focused on the actual running of the meeting and talking to your guests or whatever you know, is going on here, okay? So if you wish to make someone a moderator, then the way that you do that is that you first need to invite them onto the stage. So like we did here, Natalie was um, joined this Apple Goodness Room. And so I invited her on the stage. So Natalie came up and now I can make her a moderator. So there's a um, John Manchester. Oh, I don't think he's on stage here. Um, right. So, so what you do is you double tap on the person that you um, would like to pro promote to a moderator. And it shows the, some basic information about, about this individual. You can view their profile. You can promote them to a moderator. And if you really, really want, you can move them to the audience. So in other words, they're no longer on stage. They can't talk. They, you can just simply move them to the audience. All right. You can also 
say there's a button here. Uh, let's say that you're in a room and for whatever reason, you saw somebody that came into your room and you're just a, you're not a moderator. You're just a, a participant in this room and uh, you are interested in, you know, talking to someone because you saw that they came into this room and it's, you know, there's something urgent that you need to get their attention about. There's a, there's a button here that says start a closed room together. So what that basically does is it sends an invitation to this other person that says, Hey, Jeff would like to speak to you in a private room and they can either accept or decline it. And if they would like to speak to you, then you both will automatically get moved to this private room. And then you can chat and not be bothered by all the other people in this room. So I've done this a couple of times. If I see somebody that I know that I need to, you know, quickly have a conversation with them about something, I'll invite them to a room and then you can go back to the room that you were in if you wish and continue on with the conversation that you had. Okay. Um, if you wish, there's an actions button here. You can remove people from a room. You can remove and report them. So if you really are not happy with this person, you could, you know, for example, if someone came in a room and started swearing at you or was being belligerent or whatever, you could report them. Some of that happens on Clubhouse, by the way. That's not unheard of. Um, you can block people or you can share um, the, prof the, the profile of this individual with, with whoever you wish, right? You could tweet it or message it or whatever you want to do. So that's the basic concept of, of managing people um, in a room. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll open this up for questions in just a minute, but let's, for, let's continue on here um, because there's, there's a little bit more to go here and then we'll open it up for just general room questions before we start talking about scheduling a room. That's a bit of a different process and we'll get to that in just a minute. If you wish to close a room, then you come back into the room area here after, so if you've, I was looking at Natalie here um, and you can do a two finger scrub gesture or click the back button. And now I'm back in the room with the list of people who are here. And if you wanna close the room, then you, can, then you can double tap on room actions. Again, you can let visitors in, you can report a speaker, you can search, you can change your audio quality. I would always recommend going to high unless you have bandwidth issues. And then, then you can tap on end room, which I think I'm gonna do in just a minute. Um, so you can tap on end room. What this basically does is you tap on it. It says, are you sure? Ending a room will permanently end this conversation and all your people who are here will go away. And you can cancel, there's a cancel button, meaning I know I don't really wanna do this, or you can click on end room. So for the purposes of the discussion here, because I don't need this room anymore, at least I don't think I do, unless someone think of something that I think I missed, which is entirely possible. But I, if we need to get a room, I can get one back relatively quickly. I'm going to tap on end room. Goodbye, Natalie. You're going to go away now in this room. Goodbye, Natalie. All right, so Natalie went away, but she's still here with us. Natalie, are you still here? Yes, 
I am here. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're really not gone. It's just a figment <laughs> of our imagination. Okay. All right. So let's quickly now talk about etiquette in a room. What should you do and not do in a room? Well, you know, this really is very, very, very simple. Do it what you, you do what you would do in public. Or, you know, just treat others as you would want to be treated. And keep common courtesy in mind, right? Remember that you're coming in. You can always think of going into a room as though you're walking into a room full of 20, 30 people. And they, some people may not even know that you're there. Or they might know that you're there. But they may be having a conversation. So, you know, don't automatically request access to the stage and immediately go, hey, I'm here right? That's not necessarily what you would do. You would never do that in public, would you? Necessarily? Probably not. So same etiquette principles apply here. Um, I always recommend giving yourself a good minute or two of just listening to the conversation, kind of get a feel for the audience, get a feel for what's going on. If there's a really, really, really serious conversation going on, you might want to, you know, kick back and listen to that before you either chime in or, or find a spot where you feel it's a warm spot to interject. Um, the moderator, it's the moderator's job to control the flow of the room, okay? So this is why you need to have people who are really good at this. It, it's, it's, it's like anything else. It, you know, you're, you're, a room is just like a meeting. It can be an informal thing or it can be a formal thing. Regardless of whether it's informal or formal, there's always probably somebody who is managing a room, right? Whether you are having friends over for dinner or you're, you invited over people to play cards, right? There's always a host, right? Well, that's the moderator. And it's the host's responsibility to maintain the semblance of the room, right? And to gather people together and to make sure that people feel warm and fuzzy and welcome and not cold and prickly, right? That's the purpose of a host. And that's the same principle here about managing a room in clubhouse, right? Same principle applies. So sometimes what will happen is you come into a room and you've got some really, really zealous moderators and they go, oh my God, Jeff is here. Invite him up on the stage. I mean, I, I've been in rooms and literally I haven't been in a room more than a second and I get an invitation to speak. And you know what I do with those? I immediately dismiss them unless I've had a conversation or I know the audience or I know the ambience of the room and I know what the expectations are within that room. Then I might join immediately, but maybe not. But in general, I would highly encourage everyone, please don't do that. It's, 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 to me, it, it feels like you're rushing people up on stage and they may not be ready to speak. Though you as an individual will let the moderator know whether you have a question or that you're ready to speak or, or if a moderator wishes to have you speak, the appropriate thing to do here is to say, hey, I've noticed that we've had a new, few new people in the audience and I noticed that Jeff Bishop is here. Um, I know that people would love to hear from you, Jeff. And if, it, if you would love to be able to participate, please raise your hand and we'll invite, and invite you on stage. Because that allows Jeff to know, allows me to know, that 
I'm being acknowledged that I'm here. That's kind. That's cool. I like that. Um, but that it's, it's uh, my control as to whether or not I wish to participate. And, it, and, it, and at my time, right? In other words, it's when I choose to invoke that opportunity or take advantage of that opportunity. So I would raise my hand. The moderator would see my hand. They would then invite me up to the stage. And then I immediately mute myself because obviously there's still a conversation going on, right? Or the moderator could say, oh, hello, Jeff. Welcome. Do you have any comments? I would then unmute myself. I would then speak. I would then mute myself. Because again, there could be noise. There could be anything going on around you. You want to make sure that you respect that and that you keep the room as quiet as possible for everyone to be able to equally participate, right? So just keep all of this in mind when you are either a moderator or you're a participant um, uh, in, a, in a room. If you come up on stage, immediately mute yourself unless, unless there's a reason for you not to and you know that you can be in a quiet place where people aren't going to hear a lot of noise in the background or you know something like that. Use your best judgment on this. But the best rule of thumb is to just mute yourself immediately upon coming up on stage, wait your turn to speak, the moderator will call on you, um, and then you know mute yourself when you're done. And then some rooms, some moderators like to be able to keep their stage relatively small, right? So don't feel offended if you are, when you're done speaking, and they may not even acknowledge that you're done. It could be that you know, you ask your question and the moderator will automatically move you back to the audience. Don't feel offended by that. They're just keeping a, a good semblance of control of the room experience. This is, this is a, especially true where you have an event going on and you have people who are raising their hand to ask a question. And then once they've asked their question, then um, the, uh, the, person is then you know should then mute and then more than likely the person will be moved back down to the audience if if you are in a room and there are people making lots of noise or whatever the case may be you as the moderator can find that person and mute them so you can do that that is one thing we didn't talk about but you can but you can do that you can go in and you can mute someone or you can move them back to the um audience or, or you can simply just mute them. So I think that's, that's the basic things that I would like to talk about on etiquette. It's basically, though, coming back to the same really common principle of treat others as you would want to be treated. And don't be too offended if you get moved away from the stage back to the audience. It's about room control. It's about keeping the flow of, of the meeting. Think of it just like you would like at a national convention and you ask your question and your mic gets turned off after you ask your question so that, so that the, the noise that's being streamed or the content that's being streamed is, is kept at a minimum. Um, you know, there's always talking. I don't know about you, but when you're at a convention, there's always talking regardless of what happens. There's always activity out on the convention floor. And so sometimes what will happen is Rick or others that are managing the the sound systems will automatically mute after you've asked your question. And then, you know, uh, so same principle applies. Okay. 
I have spoken for a really long time. And um, I actually should go get a drink too. But um, let's open it up for questions before we get to scheduling of a room. Shall we? Okay. Um, Rick, you can unmute, please. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you, Rick. Good. Um, is it better to use the mic that's in the iPhone or iPad or get a separate microphone? What works best, Jeff? Wow. You know, this is a really interesting question. And, and really, you know what? It depends on your voice. I was in a room and, and I, this, I don't know why this keeps coming up in conversations, but Debbie Hazelton picks on me all about it all the time. There was a woman, I don't, I don't even remember the lady's name off the top of my head, but she was using the built-in microphone on her iPhone and the tone of her voice uh, and the, and the um, microphone that was built into the iPhone was an absolutely magical experience. It sounded like she was on a thousand dollar microphone. She sounded absolutely marvelous. I mean, just, just unbelievable. I think Larry, I, you might have been in the in the room when that happened, but it was unbelievable. This woman was like, "Oh my God, I don't think I've ever heard anyone sound so good on a, on an iPhone microphone before." Like, so, and then I've heard other people who just for whatever reason just sound atrocious on whatever mic they're using, whether that's the the built-in mic on an iPhone or the headset that they're using. I find that the built-in mic on an iPad or an iPhone works just fine. Um, I have heard worse characteristics on people using headsets, whether that's aftershocks or earbuds or God knows whatever they dig out of their closet that's Bluetooth. Um, th those are the worst ones, the Bluetooth ones, the people who have Bluetooth headsets. And some of these are, you know, five years old and they go, I have this Bluetooth headset from 2016. And they dig it out and they want to talk on it and they sound just, they don't sound very good. And it's not them. It's just the Bluetooth headset that they have. So, you know what? I think um, uh, go with what you are comfortable with, Rick. I, I think you're fine using the built-in microphone on an iPhone or an iPad but also a headset is fine. It's really what you want. I tend to use a headset. Right now I'm using Apple earbuds and they work right. They work great for me. Um, I'll use EarPods or EarPods Pro. Um, uh, EarPods Pro, they work just fine. Um, uh, some people don't like the, some of the characteristics of those. Some, some people think that, that some people sound a little muddied with them. So it just depends again on your voice and how well you project or how softly you speak or how loudly you speak. Like there's all kinds of different factors here. So uh, it's really up to you, Rick, but I would have no problem with you using the built-in mic that's on your iPad or iPhone. All right. Um, Doug Powell, you can unmute, please. Hey, Doug. Thanks. Um, so the, the, the point of having a room is you're there the whole time or you turn over the moderator duties to somebody else. So there's never a time when a room is open and there's not a moderator in the room. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great, great, great thing to, that, that you're bringing up, Doug, here and something that I've neglected to, to mention here. Thank you. Yes. One of the reasons why you want to have multiple moderators in a room is because guess what happens if you leave? It randomly selects somebody as the moderator, which could be good or bad. If you're in a room and you know everybody in that room and you trust everybody implicitly, that's fine. 
then you're fine. You're, there's no reason to worry about it. But if you don't know everybody and you get somebody that gets given moderator access and they don't know how to manage the room well, now you've created chaos. So this is why it is really super important that either one, if you only want to be the moderator, but you need to leave, you better find somebody that you're going to assign that role to before you leave. That is really, really super important. I would always recommend, though, that if you're opening up a room that is an event, like an ACB Presents event or an ACB event or a community event or a, a club event for, for your affiliate, whatever the case may be, or it's just a room that, that you feel needs to be managed well, that you always, always, always have at least two to three moderators in a room. It never hurts to have a couple of backups, especially if you get a really, really busy room. You could, you could maybe assign roles, right? Where, you know, Carla could be responsible for moving people off the stage. Um, you know, uh, John could be responsible for um, inviting people on the stage, right? Um, you know, that type of a thing, right? So, so that not everybody is doing everything all at once, right? Um, so the, yes, great point, Doug. Thank you so much for bringing that topic up. Thank you. Uh, um, Michael, you can unmute. Hey, Michael. Hey, Jeff, I just had one comment. Um, when you create a room, the uh, first person that comes into the room oh, yes. typically will be unmuted. Just so you know, the very first person that comes into your room that's when you will not have to worry about muting or unmuting or raising and lowering hands and all that jazz because they will automatically come up on stage because obviously I guess the room assumes that if you're in there by yourself, eventually you're going to want someone to talk to. So the yeah. first person this that is, comes in will be that person. That's right. And that's both good and bad. So if, yes. if depending upon who comes up, you may have to immediately move them back down or they may be fine and you, they stay can stay there. Um, and some people don't realize that they're that they're immediately brought up on stage. So this is another thing that, again, I wish Clubhouse would not do that. Like if you come into a room, and even if you're the second person, you should remain in the audience, in my opinion. Yes. Like I think I think that I think that creates more chaos for for a moderator, and frankly, um, is not the right thing to do, in my opinion. But yeah, for me, it's just, just something that you gotta. You got to stop and then do something, you know, like yes, you're exactly. trying to get something now, else now going God on. Kno God knows who came up there, right? Like, right. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, everyone here is fine, but I mean, you know, you get some weird person and trust me, they're around, right? You get, you get somebody who wants to come in and create problems for you, you know, especially if you've never, if you don't follow them and they don't, you know, they don't have any followers or whatever. You, you, those are the type of people you, you need to keep an eye on because generally they're trolls. Um, and not, not like the trolls that are in the Hobbit either. They're mean, nasty people, um, or at least some of them can be. So yeah, this is a feature I wish they would change. Um, don't know if they will, but this is a feature I wish they would Me too, because I didn't realize once that I was on stage and I was doing something yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're washing dishes or whatever, yeah. you go, or you go, hey, honey. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, you're on stage. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. So it's bad all around. Yeah. Okay. All right. We do not have any more hands. All right. Um, one last call before I move into the next section. Any more hands? But any questions? Do an, I'll do, the, do what we do at Microsoft, which is we do an eight count. And if we don't hear anything, we're going to move on. 
All right, we're moving on. Okay. That's kind of a cool thing. Um, I love that, the, do the eight count thing. No one has any feedback? Moving on. All right. <clears throat> Let's now talk about, I think we're talking now about scheduling a room, right? Yes. All right. <sighs> All right, I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to have to get a drink because Carrie's on her CPM machine, and or else I would have asked her to grab it. She's on her pain and torture device in the room. All right. Give me a second. I'm getting where I need to be. So scheduling a room. First of all, why would you want to schedule a room? What is the purpose of that? Well, uh, decline. Okay. Well, um, you want to schedule a room. Let's talk about let's talk about managing clubs just a minute because I think this is uh, or managing events more more importantly here managing events um, and 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 why why would you even want to consider scheduling um, an event or a room when you when you set up a convention or you set up uh, an event a social event like you guys do your Friday night. Carly, you guys still do your Friday night event, right? She's muted. I believe you, you guys yes, still we do. do. Yes, we yeah, yes, do. You do. Oh, yeah, okay, right. So, so you just don't arbitrarily just decide that you're just going to do that on a Friday night, right? Like you schedule that, right? So that people know that, hey, we're doing this thing on Friday night. The topic is this. Uh, you promote it. You send out information on your email list or you put it in a newsletter or you call people and you tell people about it, you might post it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, right? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? Why? Well, because we want people to show up, right? And we want people to be aware that, hey, this is happening on Friday night and it's Tuesday. I'm, gonna, I'm excited to be there on Friday night. I'm gonna order a pizza and I'm gonna come to a clubhouse event because it's gonna be awesome. and you know, we want to hear Mike and Angie on the radio storm. And so, you know, see, Mike, you should, you should schedule a room. See, because I don't think you schedule. I don't think that's on, that it's on the calendar, Mike. So you should schedule a room. See, so you can get it. people all jazzed and excited about the fact that you're going to be on the radio storm and it's a party. Come and chat with us as we play music and just interact with each other and have a grand old time. Right. So that's why we do this. This is exactly why we do it for all kinds of other things. The principle is exactly the same. We do it in Clubhouse too. And in fact, you want to do that in Clubhouse. So, and for whatever reason, I got, oh, it's because of that. Okay. So I'm going back into Clubhouse here. And you do this by going in to the bulletin. So up at the top of the screen, you will see these buttons that are up here. One says explore, invite friends, and bulletin. So you double tap on bulletin. And here's where you can look at what activities are up on the bulletin board. Think of it like uh, a bulletin board on the wall. And you know how people will put, you know, sticky notes or notes or pictures or whatever on a bulletin board. 
so that if people are walking by, they can see them and they can go, oh, ooh, there's a flyer. I'll go pull one of those flyers off the bulletin board so I can take it home with me, right? Same kind of thing, right? So that's what this is really intended for. And this is how you get your, uh, I, your event um, added to the calendar of events that, will, that, will, that if people follow your club or whatever, that you can then you know, make, make happen here. So what do we do? Well, you, there's an add calendar button. So you, you tap on this add calendar button and it comes up and says new event and you give it a name and I'm just going to call it blah. I probably won't publish. I probably won't publish this. Okay, so I typed in the name here. I'm getting a text message. Sorry, guys. My my dad is going over to our house in Tucson to work on a water problem. If it's not one thing, it's another around here. Okay. So so uh, so you type in the name, and then you can. It will say with Jeff Bishop, um, and you can you can. Uh, you can change it so that it's associated to a club and we'll get there in just a minute. You can add a co-host. So if you know of people who you want to be able to co-host with you, you can tap on this and you can find them um, and you can search for them and you can add them as a co-host of your event. So Natalie, if you want to uh, set up a, a, an event, you could invite Carla as a co-host. And what will happen is when people see this event, it will say that Natalie and Carla are hosting, you know, a fun-filled event for the Kentucky Council. Okay, so you can do that. Then, then you have to select the date and the time. So you tap on date, and it shows, you know, uh, basically a calendar here, and you can select the date. Uh, that you want the event to take place on. And you can also then dismiss, dismiss this. Um, so like I'm going to select May 6th. I'm not going to, I'm not going to actually do it. What I tend to do here is once I've selected a date, I touch the bottom of the screen and get to the next field because I think it's a little easier to, to, to deal with that. You can then tap on time, and so you tap on time. And then you can, there are two little pickers here, so you can flick up and down on each of these and select the, the hour and the, and the time that it starts. So let's say that I want this to start at 6 o'clock p.m. Uh, and then you can then, there's a host club button. So you tap on this, and then it, it defaults to no host club. And then you can tap on ACB. So it's now hosted by ACB. And then you can, uh, you can then click on the back button. And then uh, it now says hosted by the ACB club. And then there's an open to members only button. It's a switch, it's a toggle switch. So off or on. And it's, uh, 
off by default, meaning that other people could join you, or but you could turn that on so that you could restrict your event to members only. And then last but not least, there is a field here that's entitled description, and you can come in here and type in a description of the event. And you get 200 characters to describe the event, okay? So I am going to, uh, I am going to, um, not save this because I don't want people to think that we're holding a blah event at the ACB club. So, but there is a publish button here. If you wanted to publish it, you tap on this publish button. It's up, it's near the top of the screen. So you tap on publish and it goes out on the calendar. All right. So people who are following the ACB club, it will appear um, in the activity feed. It will appear um, closer to the event. It will appear in the, in the hallway, um, uh, and, it, and it appears on the bulletin, okay? So people can browse the bulletin, look for events uh, that they might be interested in. The cool thing about it is, is that people can, um, people can come in here, and so for example, I'm going into the activity feed here, and Um, you can, so Nikki Kobe has scheduled an event for Sunday. Okay. So I'm going to use this as an example. So if I go into the activity feed here, I can see that she scheduled this event. I'm going to double tap on the event. Now it's showing me the event. It says it's tomorrow at, my, at 11 o'clock my time. Uh, there's a, there's a button right next to it. This is another feature they added, uh, where you can double tap on this right now. It says not attending. If I double tap on this, it, it, it changes to attending. Okay. So now I've told her I'm going to be attending this event. I'm going to, I'm going to tell her I'm not actually attending because I have church at that time. So I won't be able to be there. So I am no longer attending the event. But it gives you the description of the event. It gives you the title and, and the description. It tells you the club that it, that it uh, is a part of. It, it shows you a picture of Nikki. Um, it would have showed other photos of people who might be co-hosting with her. You can share a link to this. So you can tweet out this event. So you could send a link on Twitter, or Facebook, wherever. Um, you can tweet it directly. There's a tweet button. Uh, you can copy it. There's a copy button here. There's a calendar button. What this does is it allows you to add this either to your Google calendar or your, or your Apple calendar. Um, and there's also an add to Cal button here. So there's a couple of different ways of actually adding this event to your calendar. If you add it to your calendar, it appears on your personal calendar and then you get reminded about it and all of that. So that's how you, you create a scheduled room. Once you've created the scheduled room, it's your responsibility to open the room. So it doesn't automatically start. So you as the co-host or you as the host need to go in and start the room and it will not appear as active until the room has been started. But once the room has been started, people that follow your club will, or that people who follow you, if their notification settings are set appropriately, they will get a notification just like we did earlier that this room has been opened and people will start to flock to your room.
All right. So does anyone have any questions about scheduling a room? I do real quick. Um, does it schedule it in? Is there like a general? So when you when you schedule it for, let's just say, six o'clock, what time zone? Is it in your time zone or it's is in it your in, time zone? OK. So it, it knows, you, you, in other words, you are scheduling it based on your clock. It then adjusts it based on whatever time zone, you, you know, the other people are in. So I'm sure that Nikki actually scheduled this for 2 p.m. Eastern because mm -hmm. that's where she lives. And, but for me, it's going to show that it starts at 11. Okay. Um, and we do not have any hands raised. All right. Do you need a drink break or something? No, I'm okay. If I if I need one, I'll just get up and get it. Okay. I can I can chat and gab and all that. All right. Let's now talk about uh, best practices for creating clubs. We already talked about how to create the club, um, and we'll we'll talk about the settings of a club. Uh, what required information is, you know, what do you need to be able to create a club? Um, and then we'll stop and take questions. So first of all, when do you need a club? Well, you can create a club at any time for whatever purpose. The rule is here that you need to be an active member of Clubhouse. You need to have participated on Clubhouse for, I believe it's two weeks now. Um, I don't know if that's changed, but that used to be what it was. You definitely need to have your new your newbie badge gone. Like you can't be seen as a new person in Clubhouse. You needed to have participated in rooms both by as a participant on stage as well as moderated at least two to three rooms, and probably for a specific period of time. So it there's a there's an algorithm which basically looks at your activity. And, you, and the work that you're doing within Clubhouse, and they feel that you need to at least have some semblance of have used the platform before starting to create a club itself. So this is something that, you know, you just want to be aware of. Just be patient. You'll get that feature unlocked. You'll actually see it. There's an add club button at the bottom of the, of the hallway that you can tap. And if it allows you to do it, then you can. Okay. So now... Um, do you, is it always best to create a club? Well, maybe. Is it always is it always best to create a club period, regardless of whether it's clubhouse or not? Well, maybe. It depends on who your audience is. Does it serve a purpose? Do you feel that you have something compelling to talk about? Do you think that it's that it's sustainable? Do you think it's something that would draw an audience? Right? These are all these you know marketing types of questions. We're not going to be able to answer all those here. That's something that you're going to need to evaluate for yourself to be able to determine that, you know, whether that's going to work for you. Okay. Um, let's talk about how to create a club here. We won't actually do it, but we'll talk about the process. Now, what's interesting is There used to be an add club button on the bottom. Did they move it? That's fascinating. Jeff, I think you have to go to your profile to do it now. 
Yeah, I see that. How fun is that? I think it used to be there, but I think they moved it for whatever reason. I'm looking here. Uh, right. So what you do is you go into your profile and then at the bottom, there's a create club button. Thank you, Michael. So it used to be that it used to be at the bottom of the hallway. You could tap on that. So they, they at least, I, at least that's what I recall. I could be wrong, but where it is now is you have to go into your profile. All right. So you come into this and it says new club. So you, you, can, you can select a photo. By the way, that's optional. You don't need to select a photo. Highly encouraged, though. Probably a good idea. So you give it a name. Just call it, call it the Blah Club. We're not going to save this, obviously. Okay. So I've given it a name. It says, allow followers. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's a toggle switch. Let members start rooms. We'll talk about that in a minute. What does that exactly mean? Make member list private. Again, that's a toggle switch. And then you can select things of interest or, or topics that this club correlates to. So there's a bunch of topics that are listed here and you can double tap on the topics and you can then determine which what thing is the best thing to do as far as that is concerned. There's a, there's a description field. You have up to 200 characters, I believe, here to be able to, to define the purpose of the club. You can always go in and edit that later. There is an add button. Once you fill all this out, you can click on add and then it will get created if you are able to create clubs. So that's it. Now, Anyone have any questions on just that initial process before we get into the settings? Do an eight count. Um, no hands. Okay. All right. All right. So what I'm going to do, let's check the time is what I'm going to do. It's 12.40. We're doing good on time here. All right. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the ACB club. And by the way, if you are not a member of the ACB club or if you have requested to be a member of or have followed the club, then you should go make sure that on your activity feed that you have accepted the invitation to join the club. We would love to be able to get to 800 um, people in total. We have 690 members in the ACB club right now with... 79 additional people following the club of which many of those have been sent requests to be, to be added as members. It's a double opt-in system. So in other words, you will not be um, considered a member until you accept that. Now there's a change you can make um, or you can set this up in such a way that if you wish, you could allow people to immediately become members. Um, We'll talk about why or why, why you why you may or may not want to do that when we talk about club settings. 
All right, so let's talk about club settings. So I'm now in the ACB club. There's a share club button. So if I tap on that, it's gonna come up and it's going to show the standard um, iOS share sheet. So it's gonna be a link and you can tweet this, you can send it as a text message, you can email it, you could you know, do whatever you wanna do with it, right? But this is cool because this is where you can send out a link to this club. And if people use it, they automatically become members and they automatically become uh, a member of Clubhouse. At least that's what we've been told. So that's the intent of this. Okay. Uh, before I get into the settings themselves, I'm just going to describe this window here. So you... Um, there's a club settings button next to the share button. There's a photo of the ACB club. So it's showing, in this case, the ACB logo. It shows the name club ACB. It shows the number of total followers. So in other words, Clubhouse does not distinct have a distinction between members versus followers. It's really your projected audience, of which is 769. You can schedule a room directly from your from your club this is new by the way um, you can add members we'll talk about that in a minute um so uh if you come into a club so you if you go to your profile and you're looking at the clubs that you follow you can come into the club and it will tell you if there's something on the calendar it will tell you this is another reason why you want to schedule rooms what's coming up next so tomorrow Morning at 6 a.m., my time, ACB presents the community schedule. So it's already in the club. It's already here. Okay. And good old Colby's going to be doing that one. And Belinda and Cindy. So all three here are marked as hosts of this event. Okay. And it has the description of what the, will happen in that event at that time. And then there's an about thing here and the, the description that you put in your, in your club will automatically be defined here. So you can, you know, uh, whatever text that you put as your description will show up here. Okay. Um, and then if your members are being shown here, in other words, you're allowing people to view your membership list, then they'll show up here. Uh, if you're if you own the club, if you're a, if you're an admin of the club, then you will automatically be able to see all the members of your of your um, club, and you can promote people to admins. So you can find someone here, and double tap on their name and promote them to an admin of your club. Be careful, an admin could delete you from the club. So, you know, be be cautious about who you feel is worthy of being an admin of your club because they could delete your club too. So just keep that in mind. It's just something to think about. With power comes responsibility. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, any questions at this point before we move into the club settings button? Um, no hands. Okay. All right, let's talk about club settings. So I'm going to tap Oh, hold on, on Matt. Matt raised his hand. Yes, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late to the button. You're uh, fine. 
if now I know you're going to talk about members and followers. Can you move someone between the two statuses? If they are a member, can you move them down to be just a follower? You can rem- okay, that's a great question. So you can remove a person from the club if if they are a f- if if they have requested to follow the club, they will appear in the followers list. You can promote them to a member, but they must then accept that membership. In other words, a follow, it does not necessarily mean that you are a member. It just means that you're following the activity of that. And I'll describe this. I'm going to tell you why that may be important um, uh, when we talk about the difference between followers and members. Okay. All right. Okay. So when I, any other questions? No. All right. All right. So before we get to each of the buttons here, well, let's describe to you what's here. So I tapped on club settings. There's a share club button. There's an edit club topics button. Again, that just allows you to select the topics that the club represents. Edit club rules. So if you want specific rules, you know, behave yourself, treat us like, you know, treat others as you would want to be treated, blah, 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 blah. Right. Whatever your rules are. Uh, you must have a guide dog, whatever. I don't know. I mean, some clubs that, you know, may have specific rules. Uh, you must be a member of the Kentucky Council. Do you have a club like that? It could be, could be a reason for that. Uh, there's a don't allow followers button. We'll talk about why that may be important in a minute. Don't let members start rooms. Um, we'll talk about that. You can hide the member list. And you can edit the description and you can leave the club. Meaning you personally can leave the club. Okay. Why you would do that as an admin is beyond me, but you could. Okay. So let's start at the top. So we talked about, we talked about the share club button here already. We won't do that again. Edit club topics. Again, that's just where the clubhouse is to find a number of topics or interests that you can select from and you can double tap on these and it will you think you can have up to i think three they may have changed that but i believe in the past that you could only have three um or at least a minimum of it was either minimum or i think there's some guidance on that i think it tells you when you go in there i'm not going to go in and edit these right now Edit club rules. Again, this is where you can define the rules. And if you've defined rules, people must accept them before joining the club. So there'll be an accept button when people try to come in and, and, and participate as part of a club. Don't allow followers. So this basically means that, that you want to set up a club and you only want it to contain members. So it's a private, you know, kind of a secluded group of people who, you know, you really don't want outsiders. You can, you can nominate people to join that club. And if they're accepted, they become members autom- automatically. But you don't really want followers, right? It's really meant more for private type of engagements. Maybe, maybe, it's, a, maybe, maybe it's a club about a, a, a very serious topic and you want to be able to control the audience. Right. In other words, you just don't want anybody just to come in and follow the club and then be able to come in and and listen in in a room. Right. There could be reasons for that. So um, 
it could be that 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 to be a uh, a member of this club, you have to be certified as an actual member of an organization, you know, for whatever reason, right? So it could be that that this might be one reason why you might why you might want to do that. In, in, in principle, you want to try to keep followers uh, there as much as possible. Don't let members start rooms. This is uh, this is uh, uh, by default. Um, people can can create rooms in your club. Just a second. Okay. Uh, by default, people can create um, uh, rooms in your club, um, which basically means that uh, anybody that is Anybody can follow the club, um, can create a room. Um, oh, I'm sorry, you have to be a member to, to, to create a room, but any member could create a room, which means that they're a moderator of the room and admins are not automatically considered a moderator of a room. So, so this ends up creating some liability in reference to the um, process of... Um, allowing people to, to create rooms. But in the case of ACB, we wanna have an open community. So we allow people to um, create rooms. Um, what, we, what we tell people is, you know, be respectful, right? Honor the code of conduct um, and, and um, just, just keep all of those things in mind, you know, when you're creating rooms, that's what we tell people. You can hide the member list. Perhaps uh, you have a situation where you own a club and the club, um, while it may have X number of members, you don't want to share out your membership list to people so that people can't go in and find out who's a member. It could be, there could be reasons. There could be privacy reasons why you don't want to, um, you don't want people to know who are the members, right? There, there very well could be reasons for that. So, um, you know, that, that is something that you, that you should very much um, think about when you're defining the characteristics of your specific club. Um, in the case of, of just a, uh, an affiliate wanting to create a club, I think a lot of this makes a lot of common sense. Um, there may be situations where if you're involved in other types of organizations, um, you know, it could be that, that you want to add more restrictions and things like that. But um, you know, it's really going to be up to um, you to determine what what rules and what think guidelines you want to establish for your specific club. Okay. Um, you can edit the description of the club at any time. So once you've created the description, you can. I'm getting a drink, by the way. You can. You can. Um, you can edit that at any time. There's no stipulation as to when, when you have to have that created um, or if it needs to be altered in any way, then you can, then you can uh, change it at any time. And that goes for the rules or basically all of these settings can be changed. The, the basic rule though is that especially for followers, if you don't allow followers and you turn that feature off, if you have a bunch of followers, then those followers disappear. So keep that in mind. They don't automatically become members. 
So if you've got 100 people who are following your club, your followers, guess what? Those 100 people are gone. So if you're going to turn off that feature, do it before you start getting a bunch of followers. <laughs> um, that would be what I would recommend. And then there's a the leave club button. Okay. I think that speaks for itself. All right. Any questions before we move on to the next part of managing a club with Clubhouse in reference to the settings? Um, we don't have any, well, I have one. We don't have any hands raised right now. But so I am an, oh, I think I'm still an administrator for a club. Um, so when it says, you know, set, like Jeff Bishop joined your club, does that mean that, because I didn't set up this club. So does that mean that um, we, you actually didn't have to follow it first? So I don't have to go approve those, right? When it says that. Uh, so let's talk about that. So um, that leads me into the next thing. And, and I think you'll get your your, your uh, question answered by doing this. Okay, sorry. So, no, 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 no need to apologize. Um, so again, there's a schedule room button. We already talked about scheduling rooms, but the next button I wanna talk about is an add members button. Okay, so when you tap on this, it tells you right here, bring 998 people to Clubhouse. Okay, or to, or to ACB. So you can promote your next event. There's a, there's, a, there's a button here. That's new, actually. And it shows a, it shows a, um, it shows a list of recommended people. Uh, oh, Kenneth is in here. Kenneth, I'm going to invite you to the ACB club right here. So I'm tapping on your name right here. Now, you've just been invited. So there you go. So... Kenneth, you have just received a notification or should have received one. Uh, that's very interesting that, that your name came right up there. So, right. So what is the purpose of, what is the purpose of, of this? This allows you to locate people that you want to add to your club. And um, so what tends to happen is people will invite you to the club. And in fact, you'll see that in your activity feed, you might get a, a notification that you've been invited to join this specific club. And that means that someone in that club has gone out of their way to nominate you. And then if, if, you, uh, if you wish to join it, then you can tap on that invitation, accept the rules if there are any, and then join the club. And then what happens is, the, the admin of the club will then um, see that you have uh, uh, joined and um, will accept your nomination into the club. So there's an accept, they'll, they'll, they'll get a, a notification in their activity feed. You'll see a number on the activity badge there uh, on the button. It will say activity and it may say one or two or 10 or however many you have. And then you can simply go in there and it will say, uh, Kenneth, uh, there are people who have been nominated to join your club and uh, they've accepted it. So you can go in and you can add or reject people. So you just tap on the add button and you could have five or 10 of them. And as long as you have, as long as you have slots. So again, it tells me I can add up to a total of 998 people 
So we have a couple hundred more to go here that we can add, right? So we're at what, 760 something. So we can go up to another 138 or something like that. So if I'm, I, I don't know that I have the exact number memorized, but it's close enough for government work. So uh, I can add up to 998 people. So, you know, uh, if I get a bunch of people who have been nominated to join the ACB club, I can go in there, I can tap on them. And then um, as soon as that's been done, then uh, if you're a admin and, uh, and, and there are multiple admins, then you will see that notification that says, you know, Kenneth has joined your club. And that's what happens there, Natalie. No, it's a long way of getting you there, but that's that basically what that, that that basically is what happens here. Okay, thanks. If if you have an event and you want to promote a specific event and people are not a member of your club yet, one way of getting them in is by promoting an event. So you get two birds with one stone. You get the promotion of the event and you get them to join. They automatically become a member when they participate in the event. Okay which is cool because that used to not be a thing. All right. Uh, we talked about the things that happen on the calendar when you're looking at a club uh, and the description. Okay, let's talk about, um, let's talk about looking at your members and your followers. So, so in this screen, you're gonna see a members button and it will say 690 members. That's how many members of the ACB club there are. And there are currently 79 followers. So what I, go, what I tend to do is I tend to come in here to the followers and I tap on this followers button. Now it's showing me the followers, okay? And I wanna have all of our followers be members of the ACB club, right? As many as possible. So what I will do is I see Kenneth Simeon here. So I'm going to tap on him. And he has already, already been invited. So I can't take any further action on Kenneth. He has already been invited to join the club. So, so that's done. In other words, I don't need to add him as a member. That's already been done because I invited him. I did that through the add members process. Okay. So, so Teresa is a person here. Uh, so I'm going to go to Teresa and then I can see view profile and add member, add as member. So I tap on add as member. Now Teresa is going to get a notification. She's going to have to accept it to be able to become a member. It's as simple as that. So you can go through here and you can look at all the people. Uh, Jessica is here. Yep. She's already been invited. So it's really cool because people can also add a little bit of a description of, about themselves when they're wanting to join a club. And it's cool. Like this person is a Braille proofreader. By the way, I, I, I think that's freaking awesome that people do that. I, um, it's interesting I, to find out what books they read and things. Um, oh. This is a podcaster that wants to join ACB Club. Okay. Anyway, so that's it, right? That's that's all you do to be able to, to, to promote people as follower from followers to members of your club. It's really, really simple. 
Uh, let me see if I'm missing anything from the agenda. Oh, required information or digital assets. Um, the only thing that you might need is a logo. If you want to have one, it's not absolutely required. It's not, it's, it's, it's optional. Um, but, you know, we live in a visual world. And so, especially if it's, a, if it's something that is of importance and you do have a logo, then by all means, I would encourage the use of it. Um, and yeah, I think we have one other topic to talk about, but before we, we do have, that. Yes, Doug has a hands. question. Yes, Doug, go ahead. Two questions, actually. One is, um, do, um, what is it? So I, you've sort of danced around it, but I, want, I wanted to make it a little more explicit. What is the difference between a follower and a member? What, what, uh, what is the distinction in terms of, uh, ex, you know, accessing the, the activities and, all, and that kind of thing. And the other question uh, is, can there be subclubs under, for example, ACB? Uh, uh, the, the, I'll, I'll take the last one first. And the answer is no. Um, think, of, think of followers as friends of ACB. Like you're not actually a member of the organization, but you are participating in events of the organization, right? Uh, you can't necessarily open up uh, a room within the club because you're not a member, right? But you can go participate in an event as long as it's an, an event that's open to members. I, I, excuse me, open to non-members, right? In other words, open to everyone. That's the difference, right? So for example, uh, you know, um, people, a lot of people will come and listen to the ACB convention and they're not necessarily a, they're not necessarily a member. They're just a friend of ACB, right? Or they're interested in ACB, same difference. So you can just follow the activity uh, of the organization. And unless someone uh, nominates you in, um, then, you know, that, 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 that's what that process is, is all about. They don't really have a follow. They don't really have a join club button necessarily versus a, a follow button. It's all done by following. I believe though, that if you do not accept followers that, and I haven't tested it, but someone has told me that if you, if you, um, we should probably, someone uh, creating clubs are so precious that, that you almost don't want to mess it up, right? So right. you don't want to just create one just to be able to test something. So when we create, so when someone wants to just create one just to, because you can always delete them. Um, I believe that if you do not accept followers, then people can join, but they have to be accepted. So in other words, you could have a situation where if you don't accept followers, then people can, people, people can, can tap on join instead. But but again, they have to be accepted in. So it's, it's, it's a looser restriction or a tighter restriction on, on membership. Followers allow people to participate in activities of the club and then get promoted to a member. Is that a, does that help you? Doug? Yeah, and, and can we circle back? And so when we're opening a room, it says open, um, closed, or what was the middle one? Social. Social, yeah. So the social one would... Social, social says that, that only the people who the moderators follow can participate. 
that so the moderators words, follow or that follow the moderator? No, the moderator moderator must follow them. Okay, thanks. In, in other words, it's 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 a it's a way for a room to be opened, and only the moderator who, only the friends of the moderator, in other words, the the the, the person who they feel that they trust, who they follow, can participate. And, and they don't have to approve people who follow them, right? That's the distinction? No, that's exactly right. Okay, good. Anybody can follow anybody. You can block people, but you could. You, 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 you can block people if you wish. Not encouraged, but you could. You could. Okay. Any other questions? No, there are no more um, raised hands. Okay. I think we've talked a lot about a lot of these uh, last topics here, but but um, we're we're going to go through each one of these unless you unless you want to have someone else do these ones, Natalie. No, go ahead. Item five. <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So building your club, that's what we're going to talk about here. Determining what your club will do and when and how often and presentations and discussions, right? So regardless of clubhouse, this is really not a clubhouse discussion. This is more about what do you want to do as an organization or a club? Right. In other words, this is really about what would you do in, you know, if you didn't have this platform, if you had Zoom or you had met in person or whatever the case may be, right? The same principles apply here. You know, now it's a little different in that it's easier for people to just jump up on a clubhouse event than it is to jump in a car and drive down somewhere. Um, right. So it's a little bit different, but not really. So the same principles apply here. You need to think about, well, how often should we meet? And what is the purpose? And do we think we can draw an audience? And if so, how do we do that, right? It's all about marketing, right? It's the same type, types of, of, of principles here. The key thing that I would suggest to you here is that if you're going to do it, schedule it as a room, get it promoted, promote it heavily, draw your audience, just like you do with any other event. The, the key principle is that you have good hosts. Find people that know how to manage a room. This is regardless of clubhouse or not. It's come back to the same principle here. You need to find people that are good and effective at running a meeting, right? That's just a really strong and great leadership skill. Do you need to have that necessarily? Not necessarily, but you need to at least have the ability of building that skill. You should always have someone that is good at it and then have your co-host that may not be as good at it participate with you so that they can learn and grow and really um, build up their skill set. <clears throat> Use all of your social platforms uh, in reference to building up um, the presence of your activity. This is, again, this goes without saying whether it's in Clubhouse or not. So Twitter, Facebook, email lists, phone calls, phone trees, talking to people, you know, talking it up at events, whatever the case may be, whatever you're using today is your vehicle to communicate your ideas and communicate your events. Continue to do that. Preach it from the, preach it from the uh, rooftops. Okay, we talked about the difference between club followers and club members. How to attract followers. The way that you do this is, again, by promotion and also 
by following, following, following. In other words, get, try to get as many followers in your club as possible, promote them to members. You know, followers and members to Clubhouse are seen as exactly the same thing in reference to activity. So that's why they combine the number into one large number, right? So it's, it's, it's about making sure that people are following the club that, that are, that are um, tracking the activity of the club by following it. It's by you following people who relate to you and relate to the things that you do so that they also see the activities that you might start up uh, just on a whim, right? Because sometimes something, something might happen where you just open up a room and you want to talk about a topic. That's another way of being able to be, be able to promote. Clubhouse is, uh, is all about promotion by using your network of people. It's a networking platform. It's just like any other social platform. It's based on who you follow and who follows you. And all of your notifications and all the rooms that you see within Clubhouse are based on the people who you follow and who follow you. That's how the, that's how the platform works. We, talk, we talked about um, converting followers to members. And I think that's it. Um, you know, I, I would encourage you to, to, to get involved, whether it's on the iPhone, Android, Windows, Mac, whatever the case may be. Um, there's other platforms too, like Twitter Spaces is another platform that, that um, also has significant reach um, that, that is actually even simpler to use, if not as complex. Uh, so that's another avenue that you might want to consider. Twitter Spaces is a great platform for things like presentations. I think it's more geared toward that than it is conversation. Um, you know, one, you know, interactive conversation, although you could use it that way, but it's, it's I think it's far more intended for uh, an audience of, you know, participating in a presentation. Um, Jeff, Carla does have her hand raised. So Carla, you can unmute. Okay, Carla, go ahead. Jeff. And by the yeah. Okay. Now I think I'm unmuted. You are. Um, Jeff, I, I really I think this is a great way for us to promote our various groups, whether it be chapters or special interest groups or state state affiliates or whatever. Yep. But I think one thing that we tend to do and that sometimes can be a problem with our promoting ourselves is the great ACB alphabet soup. And we tend to think that everybody knows what, um, what Lua means or yes, exactly. Yeah. Or, or what our respective organizations, what those, what those, um, you know, what the acronyms mean and they don't. And uh, I know on our email list when a group will send an announcement for us to post and it'll say in the message in the subject line um you know uh, savvy does this or we'll write glcb does that or whatever well when we're trying to reach people that who don't know what those things are or people who are sort of out there just floating around the edges to me, we need to be using more descriptive names. We need to put what the, that means right up near the top. Would that also be 
a good thing to always make sure that we in our clubhouse posts and naming our events or whatever that we use those um, the names or at least some version of the name rather than just the acronym. If 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 um, if the acronym is if the name is not too long and it fits, I would use the name. Um, there is a limit, and I don't recall the, the, the character limit on Clubhouse right now on the name of a, of a club. I thought it was 27 characters, but I could be wrong about that. So try typing it out. If, you, if it will fit, by all means, have at it. If it doesn't, then you got to get creative about the name. But uh, I, I believe American Council of the Blind would not fit. Yeah. So yes. that's why ACB in that case, that's where the description is crucial because when you search for a club, it searches the name as well as the description. So, oh, okay. So, so it's, it, it's okay to use an acronym if the full name doesn't fit, just make sure that you, that you put it in your description and that it's near the very beginning of the description itself. Okay. And I saw somewhere too, um, I've been especially interested in looking at ways to get people to open a higher percentage of emails that are posted because just because you've got, you know, 500 people on an email list doesn't mean that 500 people are reading. And so I've, I've been real interested in that. And it would seem to me that this same kind of thing would apply on clubhouse where you just get all these notifications. So, um, would, would it be better to use something rather than just saying this is a support group but to talk about the topic of that group in that description as opposed to just saying here's a support group or here's a newsletter or um, you know something of that type in other words keep that description new and fresh or does it really matter do people get used I don't to think it matters. Something? I don't think it okay. matters I think it's about the description is more about what is the purpose of the club okay so I think I think you can leave that pretty I don't, I don't see that people change those descriptions that often, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. All right. Thank yeah. you. You bet. Um, Matt, you can unmute. <clears throat> yeah. So one more time, Jeff, just to circle the horn. So I have, if I have someone that is a member of a club, but they're not really a member of the organization and I want to promote them or de-promote them down to just being a follower. You cannot Am I able to, you cannot do that. Okay. You can remove you them from to... the club and then they can follow it. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. But you can't, if they've already joined the club and they're a quote member quote, then the only way to, to eliminate them is to remove them. Okay. So All that's right. why, that's why be selective. If you, if, 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 if that's what your purpose is, that's up to you. All right, we have one more. Um, Tammy, you can unmute, please. Hey, okay. Tammy. Hi. This has, been a, this has been a good presentation, so thank you. Um, thank you. I, I guess my question was probably more in part one, I assume. But I know people want a profile picture. Yes, and in fact, you need a profile picture to create a club. Ah, that's a good thing. Okay. So how do you do that? Because when I did a photo and uploaded it. Yeah, 
you know what? It's a pain in the neck. And um, because just selecting a picture from your camera roll isn't necessarily sufficient because they don't always look right when they come in. Mm-hmm. So they have to be cropped and move, you know, rotated and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's, it's a nightmare. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know that you have a choice, but, <laughs> it, okay. but to get sighted help to be able to do it. And I, and I hate to say that, but that's just, the, that's, that's the world that we live in in reference to pictures. I don't know how else to solve that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, there was an could, option yeah. to, you know, has, um, hmm. well, what you could do, what you could do is if you have a Twitter account or Instagram account, and you have a photo on that profile and you link your Twitter or Instagram, it pulls the photo from that account, that profile and adds it to your uh, clubhouse. Okay, good. Cause I, I so, I, so if you've I done that, right. but by the I, way, those don't always look good either. <laughs> Cause mine well, didn't look. you know, it is what it so, is. Least yeah, so yeah. So, you know, on the nation's most wanted. So <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Anyway. It, you know, okay. it, 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 at least you, you know, at least you're not, you know, uh, looking like, you know, a crazy person. So as long as that's okay, as long, your head might be cut off, but that's okay, right? Well, actually, my mother goes, no, nah, that picture makes you look like you don't have a neck. So I did another picture. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I think part of my a- head was gone. And when I put my photo up, it was, it was yeah. pretty hilarious. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, photo by blind man. Right there, you go. That's right. That's right. So, well, there wasn't a direct option to add to Clubhouse or a place that, you know, goes um, upload photo. The, dot, the, dot, dot, yeah, there. Is, no, there is. You can you can go into there? your profile and you can yeah. you can select an image from your phone. But again, when you do that, because of the way that the platform works, it may not the picture. Uh-huh. May, you want to have someone that's sighted take a look at what it ended up looking like. Okay. Regardless of how you get the photo in there, you're going to want to have to do that. Okay. I guess I just missed that, but I, I did add it to the. Um, yeah. You, you go into your settings and you can go and add a photo. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, Chris Green, you can unmute, please. Jeff, as you was going in that room and then also looking at the followers on the ACB club, you were mentioning people by name. So I've assumed that that's the way you appear when you're making whatever activity in there. So that brings to mind the question, what is the relevance of that name I had to reserve? So, so there's a username and there's, and there's your name. And when, um, one of the rules of Clubhouse is they want users to be authentic. So what that means is that you can't come up there as Pizza Hut. You have to be Chris Green. Right. right? In other words, you can't be a brand. You have to be a person. Okay. So, so the username is just, in a, is just your... It, 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 you can think of it just like your Facebook username, right? You are your first and last name on Facebook and you also have a username. Same principle uh-huh. here. Um, we, no one ever uses our username on Clubhouse. It's, all, it, okay. it's simply just, you know, it's a way of identifying you. Okay. And, and then I had one other quick question. Um, you indicated at the beginning that this is pretty much a worldwide kind of activity. Is there any kind of um, restrictions or charges or anything for just going all over the place? Or could I just go in and, you know, join a club that talks about Bratwurst over in Munich? Well, Chris, for people like you, there is a $49.95 a minute charge. 
Okay. No, 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 no. There's not. Oh. No, Chris. No, no, no. I'm just pulling your leg. No, no, no. Because I was um, going to say I'd be able to talk one minute every other month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just teasing you. No, 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 no. There's no charge whatsoever. It's free. Now, now, they're, they've been talking about creating things where people can pay to participate in specific events. And, and you know, clubs could do this eventually. Uh-huh. And we don't know what that's going to look like. Okay. But no, right, thank no. You. Everything, everything is free. Okay, thanks. Yeah. You bet. Um, I have one question regarding the profile picture. So I'm pretty sure I do not have one, but I still have the create a club option. So does that mean since? But you won't be able to complete it. It will. Okay, that's I believe that it will ask. tell you. Okay. I believe it will tell you. I believe it requires a picture, and I know it requires that you have a validated email address. I do have that. Yeah. So I think you have to have a photo. I could be wrong on the photo thing. I know you for sure have to have an email address. Okay. But I do believe you have to have a photo as well because they want people to, to be real on the platform, mm-hmm. right? They, yeah. they, they want some level of commitment from you that, you know, you are who you say you are and that you're not just going to start creating, you know, mm-hmm. accounts and, yeah. and, you know, doing crazy stuff. But I could be wrong about the photo thing. Some, I, I, that, that, that one might, I, I do believe it is required though. I, I think okay. so. All right. And Doug, go ahead. You can unmute. Uh, what happens when we get to 998? Uh, then, then based on the activity of the, of the club and if it, if it continues to be active, they will add more. So in other words, that number used to be like 600 and then it went to 700. Now it's at eight, you know, it went to 800. Now it's 998. So, you know, you get more and more as your club gains popularity and it gains traction and gains that, you know, people are utilizing it. So it's all about, and you also get the ability of inviting people to clubhouse by your activity level. So it's the same principle. In other words, you don't run out. Not generally. You might have to wait a while if you've been real crazy in, in, in adding people. But yeah, you'll get them eventually. All right. Um, we have no more hands. And um, it is, oops, hold on. It is sometime. I, I think you timed this perfectly, by the way. I didn't think we had this enough content to talk for two and a half hours yep, it's 424 so <laughs> unfreaking believable you were awesome <laughs> that was see amazing. look at that jeff you yes. can talk longer than you thought you could <laughs> yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well uh we certainly want to uh thank jeff for taking some time out of his saturday to come join us and give us this presentation So, Jeff, on behalf of myself and everybody else here, thank you very much. Um, Is there anyone that has any immediate feedback on this presentation or any suggestions or thoughts about future things that we might cover? Um. I'm going to steal Jeff's eight count roll. I like that idea. We well, this have is Doug. No hands. I, this is Doug. I had I had no idea. You know, I well, I had an idea, but I I had no knowledge of Clubhouse before today, and I feel 
empowered to uh, make decisions about it from from this. It was very very um, it was very very well organized and very very well executed. So thank you very thank much. Thank you, Doug. Uh, Doug, you're a board member. Uh, would love to have you join the ACB club. We shall see. I've, I've avoided uh, all social media so far. So, uh, oh, well, we'd love to have you there. It's oh, fun. Thanks. Go forth, young grasshopper. The world awaits. <laughs> Anyone else have any other feedback? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's nothing to be scared of with social media. It just, you know, you got to pick and choose just like anything else, you know? Yes, there is. Well, other than Jeff there's, being on there's no 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 there's plenty of things to be afraid of about social media yeah trust me there's plenty yeah. of things to be frightened of very much but it depends on who you who you choose to follow you know you can do it That's, safely just well, anything it else also depends on who you, you well let's not get into that but no. yeah, <laughs> yeah no. there's there, there's definitely companies that could do things better Jeff do you want to take a second to talk about the event that you're doing later this evening and and kind of what what that is and what that what that yes, entails. If you, if, if you think that you haven't heard enough about Clubhouse, then you can come to uh, the community channel at eight o'clock Eastern tonight and learn more. So, uh, but we're probably going to be repeating some of the stuff that we've done here. But there's always interesting questions, and people always come with good, you know, good things to share. So, all right, come yeah. one, come all. Matt, we, yes, might, we might also just want to let the people who are here that um, are coming either the first time or just the first or second time to a Crossroads event that the Kentucky Council of Blind does that um, we, we do these, we've been doing these short ones. We used to do them, they were day long or two day things and you had to travel here to do it. But, um, you know, this is one thing that the um, that the, the COVID has allowed us to do is to figure out how to do this virtually and let people from all kinds of places participate. And um, so if you have ideas for other topics, short topics that can be fit into this kind of time frame, Natalie's the chair of that committee and you might want to let us know if there's other topics you'd like to be covered. We've talked about some that have to do with um, editing, um, editing newsletters and things like that. We've talked about doing some advocacy things, but um, we don't have you know specific plans in a specific time frame. But feel free to feel free to talk to us. Yes, and if anybody would like, I will happily give out my email address. Um, also, you can email me if you have ideas that you would like to give us or if anyone needs um invitations to clubhouse because i have eight of them so um my email address is braille reader um so it's all spelled out it's b-r-a-i-l-l-e-r-e-a-d-e-r -E -E at gmail.com um so feel free to email me with any ideas or um you know if you need invitations anything like that yes and you're more than welcome to email me as well uh provide your feedback or any thoughts or suggestions i'll be happy to pass that along too my email is m as in mike p as in papa 
S as in Sam, E as in Echo, L as in Lima, M as in Mike at gmail.com. And uh, do we have any other questions, comments, Natalie? Um, no, we do not. Or at least there's no hands raised. So I don't know if anybody wants to say anything, but right now we don't have any hands. Well, seeing none, uh, if you have not done so, please make sure that you're on the Crossroads distribution list and you'll see information about our next events. And I want to thank everybody for taking their time to come today. Thank you, Natalie, for being such a great host, doing <laughs> multiple duties all over the place. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. You're welcome. Have a good day. Thank you.